0: This is the Pooja and Deep Podcast. From 98.1 CHFI Studios in Toronto, Canada. Hey Toronto, this is Ed Sheeran.
1: This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Brian Adams. This is Adele.
0: This is Madonna. It's Michael Bublé. And you're listening to the Pooja and Deep Show. It's fun. They're amazing.
2: So how was your family day? I hope you had a relaxing one with the family. Maybe those two lines don't go well together, relaxing family. <laughs> the More time you spend together sometimes. Sometimes it's not relaxing. I don't know. But there is something that maybe you could take advantage of, and it involves... Beer, yes, producer Steph. I said beer, mm. and you're probably like, "What does relaxing with your family and beer what have didn't to do you with tell the one it before the long <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Because now it's the weekdays. Yes, I mean there are those people who are like, "You know what? I just need a beer, take the edge off, whatever it might be." Well, there's something called a beer spa. What now? Oh yes, there's a beer spa that you could take advantage of, and there's all sorts of benefits to being, I guess, immersed in beer,
1: like your body, like you're taking a beer bath. Okay, well, we know that beer is good for your hair, apparently. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. You're supposed to wash your hair with beer. I've never done it. I don't know if it's any good, but it's supposed to do something good to your hair.
2: Oh, and your skin, apparently, too. Okay. There's like the barley and the hops and and the stuff. (laughs) And the stuff that's in there that's supposed to be good for you. And like when you look at the photos, you know when you pour beer, it's got all like that froth at the top. So it looks really inviting. Is it like an? instant bubble bath? it look that's what it looks like. <sighs> the only problem is beard to me doesn't smell great. no. It's got like that yeasty kind of smell to it. Mm. So I'm not sure that you want to be coming out of a beer bath smelling And don't drink it while you're in it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The photos actually show you like people in a beer bath, but then holding a glass of wine. So I don't know. You're allowed
1: to. You can't do both. Uh,
2: (laughs) So it's $65 for a 25-minute soak session in this beer. And according to the website, the hops help exfoliate while the beer yeast improves your skin elasticity. And then it also gives you some hydration and purifies the skin. Okay,
1: hold on. I just clicked on the picture.
2: (laughs) Why does it look like there's chives in the foam?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Is that part of like the beer process? Are those ingredients in beer? (laughs) And then there's like another one. It looks like it has sliced squash in it. Yeah. What's happening? Are they making soup with you? I'm really not sure. (laughs) But this
2: is at the Grand Wellness Spa, and I'm curious. I, I know wanna so know. I want to know what this does, and if, you know, it's, it's a thing. I, there you go. Beer soaks, beer spas. Look it up with some chives. With some chives. <laughs> Enjoy.
0: From CHFI Studios.
2: It's the Pooja Ingridip Podcast.
3: I know it sounds cheesy, and it ruins the outfit, but I'm a big fan of name tags. Right. At events. Unless you just have one of those photographic memories, Blair, you actually have a pretty good trick to remember people's names.
0: Well, it's not. A, yeah, I I do word association. So there's some people that work uh, at our coffee shop, Joy and Nancy. So the first day I started here, Joy was a no brainer. She is just joyful, like she's just a ray always of smiling. Mm. Nancy was looking for something. She couldn't find the coffee or whatever. Nancy Drew. She's a detective <laughs> looking for something. <laughs> There's a guy named Julian who's one of our engineers that works overnight on, on, the, on the systems. And, uh, and I remembered his name because he's next to the snack bar. And I'm like, Julian, Julian Fries, you know, the thin little... <laughs> wow, that <laughs> one's a bit of a stretch. So this one, this was a guy I used to work with at another radio station I worked at. And his name was Brandon. And he had long blonde hair, like wheat fields. Like I thought, okay, that's how I'm going to remember. Brandon Manitoba, wheat... And oh my God! Their, their, their WHL team is the Brandon Wheat Kings. There you go. Yeah. So it works.
3: Your worked.
2: brain is fascinating, Bossman yeah. Blair. You know, fascinating or
0: <laughs>
3: You know what's funny? <laughs> Blair, when you told us this like what like a year ago, I was like that's dumb. And I got to tell you, I have not forgotten Nancy or Joy be- because of your trick <laughs> that is now stuck in my head. And so it works. And you're really
2: good with names. Like you, right. you like you go to Starbucks, you remember the barista's name. Like you're really good at it. So there's, it must work.
0: There's a guy over there, his name's Gino. I don't know what department he works at, but I said, "Hey, what's your name by the way?" I always say good morning to you. His name's Gino. So he goes, and what's your name? Blair. So last week I go by, Jeno, morning, how are you? And he goes, yay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yay. <laughs> he didn't remember mine. No. He needs,
3: what do you think the trick would be? What If someone were to use their own trick, your trick rather, to remember your name, what would it be? Like, how would they remember Blair? What would they associate
0: it I'm with? I'm kind of loud. So, blaring maybe? Oh, that's,
3: that's really good.
2: good. Yeah.
0: Work on radio,
3: sound. Sure. I would have
2: went with Facts of Life, because I would think of the character sure. Blair. That's Blair where, I, where I would have went with it. Wait, okay. wait, did you have one for Gurdip and I when you first met us? Because yeah. they're not how easy names, names to know. I mean, no, you our know know names what, are what, you on the guys, wall. It, but... wasn't,
0: it wasn't, it wasn't, it was pronouncing it like... I would sometimes say it. I'd say it wrong, and I would say, "Hey, first first couple of weeks, hey, Garni." Is that why you called me, "Hey, brother"? For the first two weeks, that's right. Like, and oh. I was like, Pooja oh.
2: you don't want to mess it up. I'm like, why are they so epic?
0: Can't one of them be an easy name?
2: The Puja and Garni podcast from ninety eight point one CHFI. Okay, to check a bag or not check your bag. That is the question. It is the season for travel. A lot of people gearing up. There's reading week for a lot of people already. Spring break, March break, all the breaks. There are some people who just swear by it. They refuse to check a bag. They don't want to pay for it. They want to be on and off of the plane as quick as possible. However, These days, it is tougher and tougher to do because you get to the gate and right away, they're going to make the announcement. The flight is full. We do not have enough room for all of your carry-on luggage. So somebody's going to have to check a bag. Nobody volunteers. And then they start to employ that like metal apparatus thing where (laughs) they actually physically put your carry-on bag in it to make sure it fits what is the point? In the end, you do all this work you with your to- toiletries. You make sure that they're all safe to be able to be carry on. And then in the end, you got to check it out. Anyway, where do you stand?
1: I just start unpacking and put all my clothes on. Yes. And put everything in my pocket. Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. People don't notice that. (laughs) No. That's not uncomfortable. I'm nice and warm on the plane. It's all good. It depends on where you're going. As long as you're not on a long flight,
2: I think you're fine. And it's so cold on the plane that you probably. You're fine. You don't have to ask
1: for a blanket. It's good. Yeah. No,
2: I know people who are like, no, if I travel with you and you check a bag, I'm not waiting for you. I'll meet you at the hotel. Like Mm -hmm. they're those people where they're very particular about it. Uh, Boss Ben Blair? Check a bag? Not check
0: a bag. Check a bag. You know why? Because when I try to bring them on the aircraft, Inevitably, it's way, way past my seat. Mm-hmm. And then when getting off the plane, because you know the people that wait for the bell, the uh, for the seatbelt light to go off, yep. bing, and they stand up. Yep. Now you're like a salmon going upstream to try to get the five rows back yes. to where your luggage is, and nobody's giving up any room for you. No. So I just check it. But I put an Apple tag in it, though, so that I know oh, smart move. where it is when they lose it, inevitably.
2: Because yeah, there is fear of uh, you know losing baggage. That is certainly part of the discussion as well. But also, I think, you know, a lot of these airlines overbook right. right to begin with they're hoping people will you know rebook or cancel but then as a result you have a full flight which is what they want and not enough room by design for all of our banks like there isn't enough
1: room but i think it depends too on how long you're going on vacation because yeah. if I'm going like on a, a weekend thing, then I won't check a bag. But mm. if it's going to be over a week, I'm checking a bag because yeah. I know that I'm going to need more stuff.
2: I'm also that person. I'm like, I don't know. like feel like blue today, uh, but maybe I'm going to feel like red. Yeah, everyone's like, so, just pack a little bit. I'm like, I know I tried. It doesn't work. I don't know how to do yeah. that. So I have like eight different outfits for one night. There's four pairs of shoes and I only ever wear
1: the one flip-flop. That's the, it. A yeah. comfortable <laughs> yeah. pair. That's it.
2: Yeah. To check a bag or not check a bag, where do you stand on it? You know what?
1: Five calls.
0: (laughs) Decide it all.
2: Yes, five calls. Decide it all. Do you check a bag or not check a bag? We're asking because it's travel season, reading week, March break. And do you have a strategy? More and more people are saying, no, I'm not going to pay for a check bag. I'm going to have a carry on. But that doesn't always work when you get to the gate. So what is the strategy? Do you check a bag or not check a bag? Let's go to beaten mark. Check a bag or not check a bag?
3: You check a bag. The beach hasn't been going anywhere.
2: <laughs> Good point. You don't mind paying for it, and then you just have everything you need in your bag. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mark, your vote's been counted. Thank you. Thank you. And from Brampton, do you check a bag or not check a bag? I don't check a bag. And on Swoop, I keep to my computer bag. Oh. My daughter's got clothes in B.C., and I'll wear that extra pair of shorts, that extra t-shirt and I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> so you're producer Steph, and you're you're warm on blame. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and your vote's a been bag. Yes, your vote's been counted and thank you. Okay. Jason from Ajax, you check a bag or not check a bag? Do not check a bag. Okay, well your vote's been counted, not check a bag. Got it. Winifred from Scarborough. So do you check a bag or not check a bag?
0: I do check a bag because I have four kids and when I'm traveling, I, the the that I have is only the one with the baby food.
2: Yes. I think that that's the thing is like we're not thinking about families. Of course you gotta check a bag. There's so much to take. Yeah, exactly. Winifred, your vote's been counted. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. You too. Margaret from Guelph, so do you check a bag or not check a bag? Absolutely no way. Don't charge it way too much. Ah, so are you just a really good packer then? Yep, I went to Europe for a whole month and I had just uh, my laptop and uh, my little carry-on and uh, just bought makeup and anything else I needed. So What? Yep. For a month? Yeah, a whole month. <laughs> oh my goodness, you need to like teach a class. <laughs> Your vote's been counted, Margaret. Thank you so much. Thank you. Margaret, very, very impressive. And if you're keeping count there, it's 3-2 to, to not check a bag. I got to say, I'm surprised. I thought most people check a bag. And then there's the people who, like, you're like, okay, no, I'm just a really good packer. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to have it on as a carry-on. No, it's the other way around. Nobody's checking bags. That Nobody exp- wants to pay for it. Nobody wants to pay for it. And that explains why every time you go to the gate, they're like, sorry, somebody's going to have to check a bag. Five calls decide it all. Thanks for weighing in. Whoa! Pooja and Gardeep Podcast.
0: This is the Pooja and Deep Podcast.
1: Okay, if you're
2: like me, you probably have trouble focusing on one thing at a time. Like our attention spans, I think collectively we can all agree, not the greatest. And now there's a term for it. It's been around for a while, but it's becoming a little more popular. It's called Popcorn brain sounds delicious. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Like my first thought was like, ooh, Chicago style, salty little sweet ketchup on there. (laughs) Maybe this proves the point of why you might have popcorn brain. And I like no, no surprise. A lot of us are on social media, and as a result, there's all sorts of things coming at us all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Between the advertisements, and then you know, there's you know your your notifications, and then you're getting likes and all the things, and you get that dopamine rush. We know about this and it just sort of perpetuates the cycle, right? As a result it's becoming harder and harder to focus on something longer. So uh, they refer to popcorn brain as this a tendency for our attention and focus to jump quickly from one thing to another. So it's kind of like popcorn kernels. We're
1: losing focus very quickly.
2: Very quickly. So uh, because of this, they're saying now, and this is the part that's shocking to me when it comes to your attention span. I know mine's
1: definitely decreased. I Mine, don't, yeah, mine's gotten worse. Yes. It used to be amazing. And now I notice, like I get agitated. If things aren't done in like 30 seconds,
2: It's so true. And it's funny that you say 30 seconds. So the average attention span on any screen before switching to something else. So before you get bored is, used to be, I should say, two and a half minutes. Okay. okay, That's a long time. That was in 2004. Then in 2012, that went to 77, 75 seconds. Okay. 75 seconds in 2012. Okay. Today, it's 47 seconds.
1: Oh, yeah. See? And I don't like that yeah. because I noticed it with my kids too. And I remember it was probably around... 2004 before I had kids there was a whole thing about Sesame Street shortening their um, their segments. Really? And I think it was around that time like not exactly but I remember it was like early 2000s when technology was becoming a thing and kids were watching more like YouTube videos mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff and they were saying Sesame Street was condensing their segments and then there was another report saying that kids were like their attention span was getting shorter and shorter because yep. then I was like, yeah, when we w- used to watch Sesame Street, you watched the whole they thing were long, and they were long <laughs> segments. Yeah. Like, everything was different. It was about a minute and a half to two minutes. There were like little skits. Yeah. And then when I had kids and I turned it to the new Sesame Street and it was all Elmo's world, but it was like 30 to forty five second skits. Mm-hmm. And I was, I didn't like watching it at the time because I was like, it's too fast. They must've been basing it on the research of yes. our of our attention span. Popcorn spans. brain.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We all have popcorn brain. It makes me hungry, but that is not the point. And now I'm distracted, and now all I want to do is eat something. <laughs> and so watch Sesame you. Street? And watch Sesame Street.
0: <laughs> From CHFI Studios, it's the Pooja and Gurdip podcast. The nearly impossible question.
3: With Pooja and Gurdip. I'm a little afraid of some of the guesses we're going to get this morning, Pooch.
2: Okay, mostly because you went out there and said that you are part of the statistic. 23% of Canadians claim they can do this. You do it often.
3: Not only can I do this, I do do this and on you, the regular, and weekly. you brag about it. I brag about it, and I do it weekly. Okay, 23% of Canadians claim they can do this. What is it? Let's go to uh, Erica, who's on her way to Guelph.
2: I think 23% of Canadians can touch their nose with their tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the proof you think I'm getting right now as I look over at Gritty?
3: <laughs> and i say i do it on the regular <laughs> just because what are your plans tonight you know
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a great guess erica can you do it no i can't no you're same. trying
3: right now though aren't you <laughs> can i well, well, no. erica i hate to inform you i cannot do it
2: oh uh, maybe. I... <laughs> good guess though but that's not it
3: blair can do it but yeah no that's not it thanks for the call <laughs> all
2: right have a good day paula from whitby do you know the answer to our nearly impossible question
3: is it burp on command?
2: <laughs>
3: Wait a minute. Are you guessing that because I said I can do it? Um. Well, if men can do it and women can do it, I can do it. So I'm thinking maybe there's other people out there that can do it. Um. I hate to put you on the spot. No, I don't. Can, can you do it for us right now? <gasps> okay, hold on. Oh, that <laughs> was a good one. Thank you. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, I see your burp and raise you a... <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys, the boss is on line three. Food, you're next. No. <laughs> God. <gone. no. laughs> Paula, great guess. Gurdip, thanks for joining in, but that is not the right answer. Thank goodness. <laughs> okay, thank you. Have a good day. You, you too. do.
3: Dorinda from Ajax 23% of Canadians claim they can do this. What is it? Taco Tongue. Oh. Oh, like fold their tongue over. Fold oh. their
2: tongues,
0: yes.
3: Taco Tongue. I've never heard it called can that. Can you do
2: that, Dorinda? No, I cannot. Mm. Yeah. Same. It, it's a tough one, and either you can or you can't.
3: Drinda, I hate to inform you, I cannot do that. That is not there the you answer. Go.
2: <laughs> Good guess, team though. No <laughs> no. <laughs> team No Taco Tongue. No.
3: Team No Taco Tongue. Best team I've ever been on. Exactly, exactly. Thanks for the call, Drinda.
2: Thanks. Have a great day. Let's go to Scarborough. Jim, what's your guess?
3: Uh, I'd be really uh, amazed if the two of you could do this, but tie a knot in, in, the, in a cherry stem. Ah <laughs> uh-huh. a lot of people are guessing tongue related things, yes,
2: and also when you said that you do this on the regular, I don't know what that says about what their perception of you I just
3: I just hang out at bars like a creep and make eye contact with people while I tie a cherry stem with my tongue. Wow, I don't even <laughs> like me
2: uh Jim, good guess, but that's not it. Thank you.
3: Some text coming in here as well. 23% of Canadians claim they can do this. DK and Whitby says, uh, can Gardeep do the splits? Is it the
2: splits? Oh, the splits. I
3: wish I was that flexible. No, no, I cannot.
2: You would have been doing the splits down the ski hill if you could.
3: I'd be hosting the show in split form.
2: <laughs> wiggle their ears at 981. 981. is one of the guesses. You know, it's always funny to see somebody try to show you that they can wiggle their ears because they don't realize how funny their face looks mm-hmm. while they're trying to do it. Anyway, that's not the right answer.
3: Denise texting and saying, is it right with both hands, like you're ambidextrous? That is not it either. Okay, we don't have the answer. Why don't we give him a hint, Pooch?
2: Okay. 23% of Canadians claim they can do this. You admit that you do this.
3: Okay, and I'll go further. For regular listeners of the show, this might help. Um, I do this every Saturday night, typically while watching the Leaf game.
0: Every Saturday night, he weeps when he watches
3: the Leafs. Oh, cry! Oh, I cry because the Leafs disappoint me. That's <laughs> you're right, but that's only in the springtime when we get knocked out of the playoffs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you know him well. <laughs>
3: Thanks for the call, Mike. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you.
2: Let's go to Brampton, Christiane. What's your guess? Is it whistle with your finger?
3: It is not. Can you do that, Gertie? Like, uh, no, I can't. Oh, okay. I whistle like when Austin Matthews scores a goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's not it. It's so impressive. What a talent. I wish I could. That's not it. Thank you. Joanne from Toronto, good morning. What's your guess? Hi. I didn't have a guess until you gave that hint. Mm. Now i got to say it's your deep crush crushing entire pizza. huh. You got it! <laughs> Joanne, for a bonus point, what do I call a pizza? Pie? Oh, yeah, I do call it a pie. That's right. I was looking for wheel. But yes, we will accept oh, pie as okay. well. Joanne, you're <laughs> hardcore and we love it. Yes, every Saturday night I crush a whole wheel and it's amazing. <laughs> it's my favorite time of the week. Right. I think I'll do the same.
2: (laughs) Joanne, (laughs) follow-up questions, right? Like, are we talking medium pizza? A large pizza? What are you crushing? I've crushed
3: all three sizes, but typically I like to go medium thin crust. Yeah, okay, okay. That sounds really good. Yeah, large would be maybe too much, right?
0: (sighs) A little bit of regret. Thanks for listening to the Pooja and Gurdip podcast. Listen
2: to Pooja and Gurdip live
0: weekday mornings from 5 to 9. Only on 98.1 CHFI. Toronto's perfect music mix.